What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Strong Life Podcast with Kendra Jarrett. I am your host. Hey, did you guys know that I have an app? It's called the Strong Life app. I have dumbbell workouts, body weight workouts, home workouts at the gym. You can take this app with you anywhere and it's going to feel like you're working out with me right there. I do update the workouts, but I'm also training people to be super consistent, stop program hopping and coach hopping and just stick with something. So go to my link tree or you'll find it right here in the show notes. Download the app. You get seven days free. It's a steal. So go ahead and do that. Listen to the show. As always, reach out with questions, comments, five-star rating. If you have just one second, I always appreciate that. And you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Strong Life Podcast. I'm actually recording and I'm live in Team Strong Life. So please feel free to drop comments while I'm doing this live because I think this is going to be a really good one. In this group, I talk a lot about macros, nutrition. You know, I'm kind of out here. It's been four years since I started my business again. And I've been out here just kind of grinding every day. <laughs> living this lifestyle, um, bringing people along the journey, helping people reach their goals. And it is, it is absolutely amazing. The questions that hit me the most though, um, just from my perspective are questions like I'm trying to change my lifestyle, but my husband is, uh, not supportive or, I'm trying to change my lifestyle, but it's hard for me to say no to things. Um, I have some people that I work with right now who are struggling with that, just really struggling. And, and perhaps it falls a little bit into the people-pleasing category, but there's a lot of benefits to you people who have a hard time saying no and setting boundaries. So even though I know that it can feel like it's just such a terrible part of your personality that creates problems. My guess is it's also a really wonderful part of your personality that like, there's a lot of good that comes out of that. And over the years, I've had to work on my own boundaries and different areas of my life, um, including this one. But I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I was blessed to have a mother who's really good at setting boundaries for herself. And so she taught me in many ways, how to set them by doing that and by always being an ear for me that, you know, my, my priorities are important too. My mental health is important too. She, I've said this before, but when I was little, she decided to start running. I remember my brother and I, she told us to sit there and don't move. And she ran around the block and she just kept doing that. And she made sure that she put her health first. She always had a community of people that she exercised with, that she walked with, that she ran with, that she traveled with and did things with her friends. And, and, you know, when you watch that as a young woman, and then your mother also encourages you to do the same thing, it becomes kind of part of how you think of yourself. You're like, yes, I am also a priority. So today I wanted to answer the question that I got uh, through Instagram when I asked the questions, because I think this is important. You know, people will be like, is working out four times a week enough? And dude, if you've been following me for a year, like that's a question you should be able to answer at this point. 
you should feel confident in that question. You've heard me, and and sometimes people ask who've been with me a long time, and I suppose it's it's okay because it's like you just want to make sure, you know, we're all just kind of like need that. I think it's more about like, I think we just need encouragement and affirmation. Hey, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing a good job. So if you're listening this to this today, uh, you're probably doing better than you think. And you're probably really, you probably have made more progress than you can see yourself. So let's, let's start with, with that. Good morning, Don. Okay. So I did an episode, or I'm sorry, I did a uh, a guide a couple of years ago now, probably three, maybe even four years ago with my dearest childhood friend. Um, she's a life coach uh, and more like an executive coach. And she's incredible. We talk a lot about boundaries. So let's just kind of review what boundaries are, because people say that a lot. So boundaries are the emotional, physical, and psychological limits that we establish to protect ourselves, our well-being, and our autonomy in relationships and interactions. So let's say autonomy being our ability to make choices that are right for us. So um, I'm not trying to get too woo-woo on us here, but I think we do have obviously the right to make choices that are good for us. And when people are uh, kind of fall over into that people pleasing category, it can be hard for them to tell what, why they're making a choice because their the desire to give somebody what they want may just take over for you. And so it's hard for you to say, to even know that that's not good for you. But I think if you start to look at the outcomes so the result of that, is it getting you anywhere and is it actually fruitful for you? So if you're somebody who just that, that initial desire to give somebody what they want, even if it's not right for you, once you reach the outcome, this is probably a really good opportunity. So when somebody says, you know, how do I set boundaries with my husband? I mean, that's really hard for me to answer. I do have a psychology degree and I have obviously 50 years of living and lots of successful relationships and lots of relationships that, you know, have changed and, and ended over the years, which I will get to in today's episode. But, um, I think like that's complex. I mean, could we all just not have a talk about our own relationships and the complexity of, you know, where you lose yourself and somebody like where you end and somebody else begins, it can be hard to tell, but let's talk about this. Okay. Maybe today we'll just encourage you to start thinking a little bit differently, maybe writing some things down, living in the present. Um, so personal boundary is about is important because this is about self-respect. Okay. So I'm going to go through like, I think I have written down here really like 10 things and I won't spend a lot of time going through each of them because I have some other things I want to get to, but your boundaries are important because they are a, a, a reflection of your self-respect setting and enforcing them. It does demonstrate self-respect. And even though it might be hard to say no in the moment, I promise you, people will respect you for that. And then you can sort of set this tone for how you're treated, right? It communicates that you value yourself and your needs, and it can help boost your self-esteem and self-worth. So if you're somebody who's not used to saying no, 
or being clear about what works for you and what doesn't. When you say, oh, I'd love to, I can't, um, but I can do it another day. You'll be surprised people respond to that. Like it wasn't that big a deal. It was nothing. So if you're somebody who struggles with setting a boundary today, start by just saying no um, to something that doesn't actually work for you and find a time that does work for you. They'll they'll be all over the place. They'll, you'll, you'll have so many opportunities to, to push that and to test that a little bit. Autonomy. So boundaries will help you maintain that individual autonomy that will ensure that you make the best decision for your values, your needs, your desires, and, and rather than being overly influenced by other people. So um, if people are, are pushing you in the case of your husband or pushing food, which is one thing we talk a lot about here, if it's not in line with your goals, like ultimately you are the one that takes the food and puts it in your mouth that takes the wine and drinks it nobody forced you to do that that's just a feeling that you want well it's either a feeling that you want to be included or make somebody feel less uncomfortable or it's just your excuse to keep doing the same old shit you know it's one or the other there's really no there's not a lot in between Boundaries are important because they help protect your emotional well-being. I think this is really important. They protect your your limits. Um, and a lot of us, I think, struggle to know what those are, myself included. Um, and they do reduce the likelihood of being emotionally drained or kind of manipulated uh, by others. And this can happen to people who are starting on some kind of a change Um in their life and other people around you can see it and start to kind of push the envelope a little bit. Um, I'm sure this episode will hit different people in different ways, you know, just based on where you are in your life and what your relationships are life are like, but boundaries are important uh, to your relationships. They play an absolutely critical role. They uh, do create that healthy balance between giving and receiving. And we need to have a healthy balance within our relationships, right? If you're doing all of the giving, then that's a problem. If you're just sitting back and taking it all and taking it all for granted, I suppose that's a problem too. So there must be that kind of mutual respect and trust. And I mean, I don't want to talk to people like they're five here. I understand we're all adults, but man, I have you know, in researching this episode and just really kind of getting clear about what I want to talk about today, this is always important. It's always important. Um, they're also important for communication. Um, they help promote clear, honest communication and it, it encourages that open dialogue. Um, and kind of can help reduce conflict. And I think getting back to boundaries as we talk about this, remember, those are about your being clear about what's what's right for you. You don't have to be an asshole to have good boundaries and communicate them effectively. There are so many ways and so many words that you can use to kind of cushion and soften the way you communicate your boundaries. Um, and sometimes there aren't, it depends on how hard you're being pushed, you know, and how often and how many times you feel like you've had to set the boundary and be clear. 
that's probably for another episode. Um, boundaries are an essential part of self-care, right? I think we can all agree. They help you with time to exercise. Um, they help you reestablish where your energy gets to go. And I realize you guys with still that still have young kids at home, that's hard. Uh, you are at the mercy of them, but you know, I, I mean, it's part of being a parent. Um, another question I got from somebody was how do you manage your time and put yourself first, you know, and wake up and work out when you're tired and all that. I would say in that case, you have to really just re reconfigure your day. You should be able to still prioritize yourself. And sometimes I think, you can be a little wiped out in those years chasing everybody around. It's just the way it is. But self-care, here's the other thing for parents. I think that sometimes we think that being there physically all the time, doing everything is the only way our kids will be okay. But I promise you, your kids will be fine. If you leave them for an hour to go work out, that's probably the best thing you can do for them. Because if you don't show them that that's possible to do in your life, and you know, a lot of people who say they're putting their kids first and that's why they don't work out is probably half bullshit and half true. Because there are many people that I work with that have incredibly complicated lives who have created a boundary around their nutrition and exercise to be able to do that. Have your husband run the kids somewhere, like at, call a friend, lean on people so that you can take care of yourself. And in the spirit of being a good friend, I'm sure you can step in there and do the same. But I think it can't just be an ongoing complaint. And I, I work with so many people with complex lives that fit it in because it's important to them. So don't let that become your reason and don't blame your kids. That's the worst excuse you could use is that you're taking care of your kids. If you are letting yourself go and you are forgetting about self-care, you're not helping your kids. I don't give me the situation and I'll help you find time. I'm happy to do that unless you're just, you just don't want to find the time. This is a really important one because we work with a lot of people who have this issue um, and you can put yourself first and take care of your kids and, and, you know, bring them along, talk about it, you know, that you will be the greatest influence in their life as to whether or not they are, you know, going to potentially adopt these habits or not. And then I think the last reason we set boundaries, this is for me, is personal growth. Um, you kind of develop like this deeper understanding of yourself, your limitations, which we all have. I have them too, your needs. Um, and that time of self-awareness is really important. And I think when it, especially this, this food situation that people have, setting some kind of boundaries around what's important and what comes in and what doesn't come in is probably a really good idea for a lot of people. So let's say you have an issue with uh, eating the Fig Newtons, which <laughs> was always mine because your kids love them. 
maybe a boundary is that you actually don't bring those things into the house and that if your kids want a treat, you go out and get it and you bring it back. And the, that might, and the reason I say that, it might sound crazy, but that would be your personal limitation. And so you have to know your limitations and be okay with them. Like rather than stop bringing trigger foods in every day and trying to figure out why you can't reach your goals, maybe don't bring the trigger foods in. Just be honest with the fact that that's a limitation and, you know, change. So here are some strategies to create these personal boundaries um, and they will help you maintain your your wellness and your well-being, um, I promise. Um, they're easy when everything is going well and they're hard when things aren't going well and it could be any area. So number one, I think creating a personal boundary is, I've got like five things here, okay? Maybe six, don't, don't count them and then be like, you had seven <laughs> because people do that. Self-awareness. So this is that reflecting on your values, your needs, and again, your limits. Like this is the thing is that we all have like these limits, you know, I, I kind of think of it as I, I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing, but there are only so many compartments, you know, it's like, it's like at some point this is just start spilling over. I'm holding up a glass of water. Like when those compartments are filled, whatever your strategy is to avoid, you know, how you feel or avoid the situation and you have, you create compartments, there's only so many. So having that self-awareness of your limitations is huge. I think today is your day to identify your boundaries, determine the specific boundaries you want to set in various areas of your life, such as work, family, romantic relationships, friendships. I've done that a lot over the years. So when they start to get pushed, you can, you can reset them and you can establish them. And you can also remember that if I can't change the other person, I can change the way I interact. I can change the way I see the situation, I can uh, eliminate the situation. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that you can do to create uh, that boundary and protect yourself. And only you know what those are. I'll give you an example. I have a, uh, a person I work with who will make a commitment to no alcohol. And then every weekend, this boundary that she set gets pushed by the the uh, you know people she's around, and there are a lot of them. So a lot of you are going to think I'm talking about you, but there's a lot of this. And then she drinks, she gets frustrated, she sort of self sabotages, she blames these people, she says these are the people that I need to you know, really set some boundaries around. And yet every weekend, the same thing happens. So I'm not saying that to be critical and judgmental. This is a common issue. People struggle to set boundaries around 
all kinds of things that they in commitments that they make. I am not going to do this anymore. And then boom, the moment it's presented, you do it. That's a, that's a really good example of a boundary. Um, continuing to let people in that you just like don't want in. Some of you may have to say goodbye to some people and say that was a nice season. That was a good chapter. That is a chapter close. I've talked about that for years. Friendships can change. Um, if you're somebody who is progressing forward, uh, not everybody's going to like that. Not everybody's going to cheer for you. So really, you can decide who you bring into your life and who you don't. Doesn't Again, it doesn't have to be like a nasty thing. I always think, man, if I don't feel good about that relationship, they can't either. Like there's probably something between us. <laughs> and yet some relationships for me, are just worth keeping. They're just, they just are. They've just been there too long. They're not going anywhere. Maybe there's not a lot of fruit, but I don't care. It's just, it's been there and that's important to me. And so I don't overthink it. I don't need to get much out of it. It's just, we're probably going to die together, <laughs> just the way it is. How to set them is communicate clearly. For some people, they can just slightly change their behavior, send a few cues, and the boundary is set. Um, for other people, it's a sit down conversation. Um, and for some, it ends up being avoiding or passive aggressive, and that's just never going to work. So you want to be careful about those things, especially when it comes to this, you know, changing your lifestyle. It's really good to be clear and articulate it well. And one of the reasons why I like to coach the way I coach, obviously, is to give you plenty of information and a shitload of support so that you can feel like you have like information, knowledge, and a team of people that you can kind of lean on as you start to make some of these changes in your life around boundaries and what you let in and what you don't let in. And this doesn't have to be fast. You know, this 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 is a process. I think it's a process of self-awareness personally. And I think even at my age, it's like, it's ongoing. I it's, it's ongoing. It's just, it's a process. And there's no, I mean, I personally think the best years are yet to come. I think I'm, a, I'm probably a late bloomer in some ways. And in other ways, like this is just life. I think we might have some ideas about where we should be, what it was going to be like, but there's nobody that's older than me that's surprised by much. And so I think there's something to that. With the boundaries, I always say another one is it's the art of saying no, thank you. You know, oh, that looks good. No, thank you. Oh, I'd love to, but I, no, thank you. I mean, nobody can say anything to you when you're just like nice like that. It's really incredible. The other one is be consistent. You know, it's, I think with, with boundaries, it can be hard to do that, but you can really start to teach people how, how they need to treat you in order to be in your life. That's a big one. Okay. That's like the most extreme example, but another one, I remember vividly, I had a client who always struggled going to her mother-in-laws because her mother-in-law would make like shitty food, like not healthy and know that she was trying and then just constantly like kind of, you know, push this food. Oh, why aren't you going to eat it? I'm not sure what it is with the boomers and their obsession about like making you eat. Well, I do know what it, where it probably comes from, but it's like, 
don't be that person. Like don't comment on people's food, what they're eating. Don't just, if somebody doesn't want it, like that's fine. <laughs> if you are that person, like now's your, now's your sign to stop. So just be consistent with, with saying no in the case of the mother-in-law. Oh no, no, thank you. Or take it and just know, like weave that into your day. But you, you know, I always say like people can ask, people can offer, people can do whatever they want. Okay. Like when people say, I can't believe she asked that. I can't believe they get over it. Like people will ask, they will push. You can say no. People will do really interesting things, especially in the role I'm in. Let me tell you, but it's okay. Like it's okay. Anybody can ask me anything and it's up to me to decide how I handle that. If I answer that and you can do the same thing. So don't, don't get too upset when people push. It's about them. It's not about you and you can decide. And when you do that, you kind of get rid of that, like resentment and victim mentality. I can't believe they did this. Like, don't worry there. People are going to do it and you'll be good. So get real clear about what your boundaries are, write them down and then start to practice that little by little, right? You don't have to like declare you're a whole new person. In fact, I always say like, keep it low key, keep it to yourself. Just kind of slowly start to change and notice. And you'll be like you and this little secret that you have that you're like creating these new boundaries and then just be compassionate with yourself if, if you relapse. <laughs> so if you're somebody who, and, and this may be, this may be the case because while I'm talking to a lot of people who um, are uh, having trouble setting boundaries, there's very likely some people who have trouble respecting boundaries. And I thought perhaps this would help us also understand the flip side of this boundary setting. If you're somebody who struggles to accept boundaries, or maybe you're, this will help you identify people who have their own limitations. Remember, you can create good boundaries for yourself, especially in this world where you want to create a healthy lifestyle that might be different for people around you. In order to be somebody who respects boundaries, you want to li listen actively, obviously paying a clo close attention to what people are saying and what they're not saying. And I know I have pushed boundaries in the past, obviously. Like that's, we've all done that. Um, but if you're somebody who's working on setting them, it's really cool to start working on respecting them and seeing how the exchange in how somebody creates autonomy for themselves is helpful and beneficial for you too. So empathy. One thing that I, I do think this world is missing is empathy, the ability to understand um, and put yourself in someone else's shoes. Okay. Like not everything needs an explanation. Some things are just kind of clear and you could probably imagine the reasons behind a boundary that somebody has set. And then you can kind of empathize with that. Yeah. I could see why somebody would do that. So you can just be aware of that, right? Not everything is about you. And so if you're somebody who is a people pleaser, sometimes 
you can start to think it's everything is all about you, but it's not. Remember, we're all trying to do the same thing here. <laughs> like we're all trying to do the same thing. So if you are somebody who is uh, struggles with empathy, that's something to really study and start to understand, kind of put yourself in somebody else's shoes. It's really important that we, the this in that situation, we respect the no. So when somebody just says no, and many times they shouldn't have to say it, like it's pretty clear, that's it, we're done. And so if somebody is doing that to you where you say no and they keep pushing, you have to remember it's about them, okay? Everybody is living through their own lens. So when somebody is pushing you, it's about them. Okay. That I think that's really important to keep in mind. That way you don't have to take things so personally. You don't have to be trying to please somebody constantly. Um, just tell somebody no, and you can practice it today. The next person who asks you if you can like help them or something feels like, I don't know, let, let I'm, I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, let's say somebody's like, hey, I need to meet with you today at noon. Hey, I can't today at noon, but I can tomorrow at noon. Does that work for you? They'll probably be like, oh yeah, sure. Those are even little things like that people have a hard time with. So, you know, saying no to an entire, like, I don't know, like shitty meal that you don't want is really hard for, for people. Obviously being mindful of, of the nonverbal cues. So it's possible as you set boundaries, there's, you may not even need to say anything. It could be just, I'll give you an example. You just get up and you go to the gym and you say, you know, I'm going to the gym. I'll be back. If I'm living with somebody who's doing that, obviously like you're going to have a conversation if it's a spouse and be talking about that, but that watching somebody do that you have now set and established a boundary. This is what I'm doing. Just by saying no to alcohol, you don't even have to explain yourself. Like, I want you to understand how powerful those decisions are. I think we think we need to have a huge explanation, but we don't. You can just, you can just operate the way you want to operate now, right? Now, I know in many cases, especially with a spouse or partner, whatever, you probably have to have a conversation, but the conversation is way less valuable than the action itself, right? So let's think about the woman who's sat her partner down um, multiple times and been like, this is the last weekend I'm going to drink. And then every weekend there's drinking. So the conversation around setting boundaries is lost, there is zero credibility, none. Better to just not drink, not explain yourself and know in your little secret mind that you should be really proud of yourself for setting a boundary, whatever that was. There is an opportunity to, I think, for us to you know, apologize and learn if you have breached somebody else's boundary. Also, if you are setting them and somebody close to you is like struggling with that, it's okay to help them through it, you know, and you can both learn together. I think that's also really, really important, but you know, the, the key in setting them is leading by example, demonstrating self-respect for your boundaries, for others' boundaries, 
And that is how you can move through and start to change your lifestyle slowly over time. And people will start to see and learn and understand your personal boundaries. And you must extend the same uh, thing that you would want to others. And I think once you start to see that too, because it's hard when somebody sets a boundary with you, isn't it? It can be, it can be difficult depending on the situation. So, but for those people who reach out about how do I do this? How do I put myself first? How do I manage that? I think you can still take care of your children and take care of your family and put yourself in there as a priority, but less talk, more action. Who has ever been around somebody who keeps setting the same boundary, saying the same shit and not doing it? It, it, Who respects that? Who respects that? Nobody. So, and I think we lose some self-respect when we do that. Don't you? Like, it's just, it feels so shitty and I've done it. I mean, I have done it and you're like, oh man, it's really, really tricky. We're going to go to the comments. Okay. Carrie. Hello. As a recovering people pleaser, boundaries are so important. An example of no one of one is no, uh, they keep you safe, sane, and stable. And it's not about pushing others away. It's about establishing your own uh, safe place and really getting to decide what you let in and what you don't let in. And I think that's really important. I do want to mention one other thing. <clears throat> this is a perspective that you may, you may not think about it this way. When you have a career that's where social media is involved and you're putting out content and you decide like I did many years ago, like, yeah, I'll let them into my kitchen. Oh yeah. You know, like when you do that, it's still work. And if you look back at the last year and you didn't necessarily see any cracks in the foundation, it's really important to me that I show up to work with my shit together, just like you guys have to. Like you can't show up to your jobs and uh, tell everybody everything that's going on in your life. You have to get up and you have to get dressed and you have to go to work and you have to uh, perform because it's your job. And you have to you have to do that every day, most days. And I have to do the same thing. And that's how I see it. I mean, I have hundreds of thousands of followers. And let's say for you, you have hundreds of coworkers or dozens of coworkers. But it would only be a small few that you would go and like really tell and talk to. And it would probably be at a lunch break or it would probably be at a happy hour about personal things. So when you see people on social media and they all of a sudden come out with this news that seems shocking, you have to remember you only see three minutes of their entire day. And it's not my responsibility to show you anybody the shitty parts of my life. Like who, like I'm not doing that, right? You don't go to work every day and just show up in rags and fight, you know, talk about the, the hard times in your life. And I'm not doing that either. So 
again, that's a boundary. And I'm clear about that. So I think we all get to decide, you know, how we operate. With that, thank you guys so much for being here today. And thank you for your comments. We got a village. Yeah. I mean, many people have asked for support and help. And um, I just want you to know I'm not any fucking different, man. I'm just a woman out here <laughs> trying to keep my shit. Excuse me for the language. Carrie will pray for me. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope that you are able to create boundaries starting today <clears throat> that help, you know, that help you. And I think like my son says to me, you're not old or you're not young, but you still have so many years ahead. And I think wiser words have never been spoken. And so when I tell you the last <clears throat> year has been hard, you may now know under, and understand like it's another level, but you can still maintain yourself um, and you can still maintain your health as a priority. I can't imagine having been through all of this, not having taken care of myself. All right, listen, hopefully that opens some doors for you guys um, to know you're not alone if you're struggling in some areas and we got your back here. Thank you guys so much. Just love you. And we'll talk to you soon.